Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. And we are rock and rolling. Welcome to another episode of Business, business Bros. Bros. Always comes. <laughs> I think we were pretty Weird. close. I was pretty close. I was pretty close. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Cassius here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, along with my co-host. The insurance bro, James Diaz, coming to you live from uh, my own living room for once. It's kind of weird uh, <laughs> and different, but uh, you know what? It doesn't matter because we have somebody way more important than that. Check this out, everybody. Today's guest is a content creation wizard from Twitch streaming to TikTok. Today's guest is multifaceted and skilled at building an audience in all forms of social media. Whether he's streaming games on Twitch or showing us how to do incredible things with makeup, check him out today, his hundreds of thousands of followers across TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, and YouTube speak for him and what he's able to do that so many of us are after. Please join us today and our very special guest, Kai. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, Kai. We really appreciate you. Thanks for having me. All right, Kai. So I always start off every single interview the same type of thing. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you get into this whole thing? And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there. So um, when I was younger, I've always wanted to do like YouTube and stuff. Um, and I realized after a while it was probably never going to work out. So it wasn't my main focus. Like it wasn't like, like the career that I wanted to do. So, and then I went on TikTok and I just made videos for fun and just did absolute bullshit on there. And then I got a following. So it, it's kind of easier on TikTok than it is on like other social media platforms. So yeah, so that really helped me out. All right, let's let's uh I'm gonna dig a little bit deeper because um I'll tell you a little bit about our audience. I told you a little bit about that before the show, but uh we got a lot of people who are small business owners, right? Mm -hmm. But we 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 when I say we I mean people like my age, um we grew up when it was like pre-internet. So we know what it's like to not have high speed internet and not have social media, and we also know now what it's like to have it. You come from one of those generations where that is just the world you grew up in. My kids are going to be the same exact way. Yeah. That's the world that they grew up in. Um, so you've had to go through a lot of different things as far as like bullying stuff in school. You've had to deal with uh, people talking trash on, on your social media feeds, probably getting comfortable in your own skin. And yet you're still posting. You're able to come on and like be yourself like you are today. Mm -hmm. um, what kind of stuff have you gone through and how has it helped shape who you are? Well, that's a good question. Um, so I think the stuff before TikTok, it doesn't matter as much. Um, I think after TikTok, I really like that's when I started to change a lot more. Like 
like if you can't tell obviously i'm i'm transgender and that was in the span of me starting tiktok to me now which i still use tiktok obviously um yeah it's it's crazy and like people used to call me like a, a trender which is someone who um fakes being trans for clout mm-hmm. Which is like, if you didn't know what cloud is, it's like internet attention, fame, whatever. Um, so yeah, they they basically just attacked me for existing. So I had to I had to go into hiding, and then I came back, and basically I'm like a whole new person. Like I kind of like basically just rebranded myself, and it took a lot to get where I am. I had more followers before on my other account, um, but I deleted it because I didn't want to be known as that person anymore. You know. Mm-hmm. and so now i'm slowly rebuilding and slowly getting more and more followers it's it was- taking a while but i mean i'm doing not bad for restarting completely you know so tell me about that that previous profile i want to know i want to help our audience understand um do a little bit of flexing here uh help our audience understand where you were at where you decided to go all the way down to start over and then where you're at today so I, on my older account, I did much more like offensive humor content and that's not really like, I can't really do that now or else like I'll get attacked. Um, so that's, I think I'd rather have it this way, honestly, cause my, my audience back then was like super toxic, but yeah, I, I reached to like three thirty K on there. Um, and then I just got like I said, like attacked for being a trender and just other stupid rumors. And I was like, this is not it for me. I made a new account and um, I only gave it, I only made it so people like that actually cared about me and my content and wasn't like mean to me um, could go there and follow me because it's a private account so sorry (laughs) i just made it accessible through like twitch Mm -hmm. so if they wanted to know my new username they could go to twitch and then it's like there um because only like people who really like me go to my twitch streams and i think that's like that's why i love twitch the most because people who really like me go there and it's just it's just a much more wholesome and like, I don't know, just a better community, you know, yeah, where Twitch, you're, at least. yeah, at least that, that's where you're comfortable being you. What do you do on Twitch, by the way? Um, I do a lot of just chatting, which is literally just chatting. Um, and I just sit there and talk to the chat and yeah, uh, I play games too. I've played, I don't know if I'm, I want to name games, but I don't know if a lot of people know them. I've played Slime Rancher. I've played Dead by Daylight. I've played Minecraft. Great mm-hmm. game. I play that a lot. Yeah. And people just like stopping by and watching and talking. So. So it's it's amazing to me the fact that you you grew an audience, shut it down, which means you started back at zero. Mm-hmm. And then have built an audience again. Can you share with me some of the numbers that you've had on the different social media platforms? Yeah. Um, on my old account, like I said, it was 330K. And now it's two, I keep forgetting. God. 244.9. 244.9. Yeah. 
I saw it on there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, and then YouTube, I have around 77K. And then Instagram, I have 50, 59. Hold up. 50, yeah, 59K. Oh, I'm almost at 60. That's cool. Um, and then Twitter, I have like 11K. So let me ask you this. How much time, and I know it's going to be a big number, but how much time do you spend engaging with this audience and what kind of engagement do you have with them? I I try to be as engaged as possible. Um, Like on, like you can uh, live stream on TikTok too. And I, I try to read like every single thing. Um, I don't really reply to them a lot because a lot of them are just stupid, but for the most part, like I, I, I read a lot. Like I, when I wake up in the morning, I go to TikTok and then I read my comments and I like them and I reply to them. Um, and on Twitch, like we could have like full conversations on there, you know, because I'm like really uh, engaging with my Twitch comments and stuff. That's that's probably one of your key things to grow in your audience, right? The fact that you're yeah. engaging with them. Yeah, that's like that you have to like. Otherwise, it's just like it just mm, especially with Twitch. So. Well, yeah, especially with Twitch, but that's a conversation platform, right? So it's a little bit different. Let me, let me ask you about like what your future plans are. Like, so you've, you've built these audiences. Um, I'm assuming there's some revenue coming in in some places. Um, share with me what your, what your plans are for the future. You're, you're young. You're just getting started like in, in the adulthood life type stuff. Mm-hmm. So what, what type of plans do you have to, for the future? Is this something you're going to do like turn it into a career wise? Is it something that you can you can live off of where are you at today and where do you plan on going? I would love to do this for a career. I would love to like, yeah, I make, I make money now, but in the future I, I want to do this, but like times 10 more, more followers, more opportunities. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like I can only like go up from here. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, this is, uh, I don't, want to live one of those lives where i'm like doing like a what like a 95 job and like i don't know i like i can't imagine just like working like in an office cubicle or something it's that's not me i obviously i have a lot to express so what do you have any do you have any like uh, specific aspirations that you want to get to like do you want to be your own personality do you want to like do like movie stuff do you want to stick behind and do like what what is it that you're that you're aspiring to do um well i think for the main part i want to become like a professional twitch streamer um but if cool opportunities come up i doubt a movie or something like that but Maybe just like, I don't know, like there's a lot of social media presences that like haven't like done movies or they, they just do like interviews or like photo shoots and stuff like, I don't know if I would do a photo shoot, but you know, <laughs> I'll just take whatever I like, you know what I mean? If they mm-hmm. give it to me. Yeah. What kind of, what kind of opportunities have been presented to you with, with the audiences that you've been creating have, I mean, obviously you get invited to podcasts, but yeah. uh, <laughs> what, what type of stuff, op- like what kind of doors opened up for you? Um, just, uh, two days ago, I went to the famous birthdays headquarters. Um, and I did like a little interview Q and a with them. So that's pretty cool. Um, that was like my first time doing something like that. It was, it was sick. Um, and, uh, 
I don't know if this is really an opportunity, but um, I got Sprite to follow me. And they sent me like a care package of a bunch of like Sprite stuff because I really like Sprite Cranberry. So, nice. I mean, I guess... It's a start. Yeah. And like, obviously they didn't sponsor me, but I've had like a lot of sponsorship um, offers through my like business uh, mm-hmm. email. But I like it's just like smaller ones, so I just want to wait until like a good one comes up. You know what I mean? You can you're you're at least having the opportunity to be picky about which sponsorships you have. Yeah, uh, my friend Caleb Finn, he has like four million on um, TikTok. He he gives good advice. He told me that like I don't want to sell myself out. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. gotta especially like as a social media presence, not just like as like I don't know like a business. Like I'm a own individual person. So I don't want to sell myself, basically. And he he said to just choose the ones that really like, like don't settle for less, basically. So you're I think where you were coming at there was you're building your own individual brand. Yeah, right? you're building who you are. Yeah, that's what a social media. Yeah, basically. And so so when you're picking your sponsors, it's got to be something that aligns with who Kai is. Yeah. Well. If the, I mean, if the offer is good and it doesn't apply to you, it's still taking it. its money, you know? <laughs> true. I, I can't knock that one. Like, like that my, one. like Caleb, he just did like a, a something with um, Hungry Jacks. He lives in Australia. So basically Burger King. And obviously that's not him, but you know, money. So money can't knock yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You still got to pay the bills. Still got to eat. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, let me ask you um, if, if you have any, uh, advice that you can give some of us uh baby boomers some of us gen xers um what can we do to start to build an audience in our particular niches what what kind of advice would you give somebody who is like okay well you know i have a facebook but that's all i got i use it for invites like what should i do to to start building a following you should definitely be unique and have your own like like brand like like caleb he's uh, like a dude with braces and a, and a piercing i'm a trans dude with weird clothes and like weird ass makeup as you can see here um you just gotta have something that really like sticks with you um and yeah you could change it up people love when they see stuff like change it up like if you wear different clothes obviously they can't do that because of businesses but you know what i mean um and just keep Obviously, this is terrible advice, but it's accurate. Just keep going and don't give up because I was at this since I was like 12-ish, maybe even before that. I always wanted to do this um, and something something good will happen along the lines and it'll just really like, it'll, it's going to be rough, but it, it'll, it'll work out, I think. I had a couple of questions. How long did it take you to start building your audience? I guess I'll start with that one and then we'll talk about comments that you get. So uh, how long did it take you to start building that audience? I mean, you started off when you first started off, you're like 12, getting ready to get going. Like mm-hmm. did it just like take off. You started, you did one video and boom, you're like insta famous or did it, so, did so it take some time? How it worked out was when I was 12, it was just like YouTube. Uh, TikTok didn't exist back then. Um, and I would just make YouTube videos, uh, fuck around and stuff like that. And I did that, um, for a while and then TikTok appeared and I went on TikTok 
and I got popular really fast. I blew up. Um, and then from like October last year till from, I, I started TikTok October last year and I just kept, kept going and I, I just went up and up and up and up. Um, and I spread those people to my other social medias, um, that already existed, obviously. Um, so yeah, that's how I did that. So that's a nice strategy. So find the platform that works for you that mm-hmm. meets your personality type yeah. and use it to funnel over and your audience them. and the audience that you want and the audience that you want. So yeah, you, already, like, you, you had a good idea of what kind of audience you were looking for. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, like no boomer is going to watch me. They don't get my humor. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they like, it's a lot of teens. Um, so yeah, it's like, if say you feel like you're like a professional business with like stuff that applies to like adults you don't want to go to tiktok you know like facebook probably <laughs> or do yeah. you i go i got a tiktok but it's got like <laughs> followers dude it's there it's fun i gotta okay, admit yeah, it's fun yeah, and plus i got i got two kids and so my daughter's uh, uh, like okay tiktok is it. a really good place though like if you want to get some exposure tiktok is where it's at but just don't embarrass yourself because people will make fun of you. <laughs> I don't mind the make fun of. I yeah. actually did a, I've done a couple parodies, like, like I'll write mm-hmm. rap songs and like do the parodies and look like an idiot on camera. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people aren't. How did you deal with like the comments that come in that are not favorable, that are like talking smack or, or putting you down? Like that's probably people's biggest fear when it comes to putting out content on any social media platform is any negativity that comes their way. Like I, I know there's people who will post like a picture of themselves on Instagram. If it doesn't get enough, enough likes, they're going to take it down. You know what I mean? Instead of just kind of yeah. leaving their stuff. How do you, how do you deal with that negativity? Um, there's, I got hella hate for a while, but TikTok came out with this i think instagram has it too you can censor phrases from your comments so like i i took away um trender i took away all, all forms of my dead name and i just took away everything that pretty much bothered me um and if it still showed up i see it i delete it that's it um and it doesn't really affect me as much as it used to um i feel like the more you see it the more you get used to it and the mm. more you're like, you're accepting of like this, I'm no, like not everyone's going to like me. Not everyone's going to like what I'm doing. And that's fine. When I was younger, I was just like, oh my God, I want everyone to like me and all that shit. But that's not how it's going to work in the real world. You know what I mean? So, so w- would you say it's a good thing that you were polarizing, that you were like definitive in who you wanted to be and, and kind of understood that concept of not everybody's going to like me? Yeah. You shouldn't change for other people, you know? And I've always stuck by that, even since I was little. And I, I think um, doing, like, conforming, not conforming, just, I think it's best to just be yourself, no matter what. No uh, matter what. Well, unless you do some stupid shit, in which case, like, don't. <laughs> like, but, yeah, but, like, for the most part, you know. Can I ask you, uh, I'm going to ask you a little bit of personal question here. Okay. Um, on the transgender front, um, how was it for you growing up? I, I got, I got, uh, I mean, as you know, I teach high school because you got referred to me by one of my students, right? And mm-hmm. so um, I got kids that are going through stuff that don't really want to come out, don't really want to, you know, 
deal with that sort of situation. I got family that, that, you know, is completely open and I, I'm sure there are people who are just, you know, like still worried about what people are going to say. What was your experience like and how did it shape who you became today? Um, I would never, when I was younger, I was just like, there's like, I, the thought of being transgender, like never really came to my mind until like, maybe I was like 15 around there. Um, and I don't know it, that at that time, it was just like a thought in the back of my brain. And then over time I went, I started going by he, him pronouns. And I was like, this is better. This is more comfortable. This is what I like. So I was pretty much pressured into coming out um, because all the comments called me a trender and I had to defend myself. I had to stick up for myself. So I came out through the internet and my mom saw the video <laughs> on there. I didn't, I didn't, well, okay. I said, I, I had a conversation with her and my sister um, once about like maybe considering it, that I was considering it, right? And then, so she was kind of getting used to the idea, um, but I, it wasn't really serious until I actually like set up like straight up, I'm trans, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and not everyone's gonna be accepting. I've lost some friends. Um, my dad and his girlfriend. I never really talked to them, anyways. But yeah, they're not too accepting. So I, I just don't talk to them. Like if they're not gonna accept you then just like just fucking drop them there's no point don't even try to like make amends if they're transphobic fuck it there's no point in wanting to know them so would you say that your ability to like basically come out on the internet and share that vulnerability and show that that hurt and that frustration but then also the plus side like this is who i am would you say that helped to building your following uh i uh, I think so. I mean, people didn't like me before because I thought it was a trender. And once I came out, people were like, oh, he's not too bad, you know? Um, and I think a lot of, like, the the closer fans, like, the ones who really, like, care, mm-hmm. they they care because they know what I've gone through. And I feel like that just really strengthens the community, probably. Yeah. Dude. So... I'm going to ask you a very selfish question. You ready? Oh, boy. Um, after this, I'm going to follow you on TikTok. And, oh, no. uh, yeah, and, and I would like for you to teach me how to post stuff. That okay. way I can learn and maybe I can teach others. Ooh, okay. That cool? That. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, how, often, how often are you posting on the multiple platforms? And, uh, I mean, is it something that you're, like, consciously thinking about? Like, I need to do so many a day or is it something that you're just like when a thought pops into your head you just throw it on there um on twitter it's i i feel like none of it's really like like i'm like i'm obligated to with twitch yes i feel like i should do it every day but that's because um consistency and a schedule with twitch is like super important so i try to do it as much plus it's my income so i have no choice um (laughs) And on TikTok, I, uh, I do it every day pretty much. Um, but again, it's not like a forced thing. It's just like, if, if I want to do it, I'll do it. Um, and obviously I, I'm not going to do one of those things where I don't post for a long time and then post there. There's, I mean, there's a couple days where I don't post, but that's because I'm like out doing something or I'm just too lazy to get ready. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and with twitter i just tweet whenever some people like plan their tweets which is fucking weird and on instagram i just post whenever like i take a selfie you know so yeah just, on yeah, youtube you, i'm terrible <laughs> so don't even ask me about that <laughs> well, you got twitch streams you should be able to post those on youtube right yeah but pretty popular. editing something. yeah that's always that part <laughs> that's that's uh that's probably one of the biggest things people um worry about when they post stuff is is they feel like it's got to be edited they feel like it's got to be like on point like professionally done before they post anything how much of your stuff is super edited and posted like preemptively well thought out none no i'm kidding Uh, (laughs) is uh kind of like i edit youtube videos i don't just like take them and then post them i i put a little little work into them so yeah other than that oh tiktoks take a while too if it's like a hard tiktok or like you have to set things up you know yeah i know i see my daughter she sometimes she'll she'll post one and i'm like what the heck and like she's been editing like pictures of her her and her friends or whatever for like days or weeks at a time to like compose something no it does not it, it takes like like well with youtube videos it might take like a day or two um Oh no, these will sit in her draft. So she's posting stuff every day on her TikTok, but she'll have some that it's like, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, well, yeah, I don't do those, but you can definitely, yeah. Some of them I've seen some where just like, it takes like two months, but it's just like, of like videos of just like you every day. Montage. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't do those. So it doesn't take that long. (laughs) Well, awesome. Hey, any last minute advice you want to give anybody out there who's, who's, scared to either you know go through what you went through as far as coming out or as um anything you can help them out with uh having the confidence to post Mm -hmm. um don't be ashamed of who you are basically i think that's like the best advice get comfortable in your own skin Mm -hmm. and that's hard to do so Good luck. It is, it is. <laughs> however, however, you've developed a pretty core group of friends now, right? That you mm-hmm. met online. Friends, friends help a lot. Yeah, definitely. You have like-minded like, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna definitely. find that. And and for those of you who are listening out there, like you're gonna find that in your community, whatever it is, right? Whether whether you're 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 teens, you're in your twenties, you're in your thirties, you're gonna you're gonna you know like-minded people get together and and use that as support. Those are the people that are going to get you through whatever ups and downs you're going through. Right? I agree. 100% agree. All right, mm-hmm. Kai. Hey, man. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, I-, I love checking out your stuff. For those of you who are, who are out there, uh, the TikTok was Kai is your king, right? Mm-hmm. No. Kai is uh, your homie. Every- yeah, everything's Kai is your homie. homie. And then my Twitch is Kai is your king. There you go. Kai is your homie. Check it out. Just look at the different creativity. There's an audience out there for everybody. Kai, you're doing such an amazing job. Thank you for coming on the show. Really appreciate your time. And uh, ladies and gents, that's all I got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. Out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.